That's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. in broad daylight. I know why you're afraid to go out at night. The Batman. See, Batman had shown Gotham the true colors of my face if you were to go into the past you have no idea what the consequences can be bruce i could fix things you could also destroy everything this can't be happening i completely broke the universe sorry we've been waiting for you i created a world with no metahumans and now there's no one to defend us. Want some help? Oh. You're... You are... Yeah. I'm Batman. Welcome, citizens of Gotham, to the Eternal Night, a podcast dedicated to the world's greatest detective, the Dark Knight of the DC Universe, Batman. I am one of your hosts. My name is Philip Barker. You all can follow me on social media, uh, just at unfiltered, U-N-P-H-I-L-T-E-R-E-D-D-D. Joined by my longtime heroic co-host, the one and only Mr. Craig Blaylock. How you doing, buddy? Doing good. It's good to be back in the cave. It's always a fun time to be back here in the cave. Uh, if anyone wants to chime in and hang out with us in the cave, you know, just drop us an email at eternalnightpod at gmail.com. Or you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram, T-E-K underscore podcast. That's capital T-E-K underscore podcast. Just put the at sign for Twitter, obviously. But yeah, you guys get the idea. Because, uh, you know, everyone's been chirping and talking about the most recent Batman stuff that has been hitting the interwebs. I mean, we've got, uh, well... Initially, you know, a while ago, there was a trailer for the Doom that came to Gotham. 
that animated movie looks pretty awesome. I think I showed that to Craig in one of our group chats with Terrence, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that looks really neat. I like this kind of like Batman facing off against almost like Lovecraftian creatures. So it mm-hmm. looks really intriguing. That's right. Yeah, I think that's the next animated movie out after Legion of Superheroes, which I actually did watch. And Batman has a part in played by Jensen Ackles. Oh, really? I did. I, I did manage to watch that. Yes. Nice. Um, I watched it. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I Okay, you know what? That was actually really mean. No. Um, <laughs> it's interesting because I see a lot of criticism lobbied towards this animated universe, this new animated universe in specific. And I saw a lot of, you know, criticisms lobbied towards the, the other animated universe that, that was before this one that kicked off with flashpoint paradox and ended with justice league apocalypse or, um, and now we're in this newer era where it's almost like a, an archer ish style of animation. And a yeah. lot of, a lot of yeah. people aren't really like they're, they're kind of 50, 50 on it in the same way that they were kind of 50, 50 on the half ass anime style that they had for the new 52 inspired universe they were doing there. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's like, you know, I, I like animation. I'm, I'm, I'm really not privy to, you know, any one specific style. I'm not one to like hate or love one over the other, right? But like, in terms of animation, I I don't really quite. And I probably this is a hot take. I probably don't. I I don't really qualify 3D animation in in a traditional sense in the same way that like you know, Batman the animated series or any other cartoon. If that makes any sense. No, it makes sense. I'm kind of on the same opinion is you i've it's always kind of tricky for me to kind of pinpoint my feelings towards like 3d animation because there are times where it looks really really good and there are times where it looks awful yeah so like it's just it's really hard for me to get in it, it i think that's part of it it's it when the 3d animation if it's done badly it's just it's really hard for me to get invested into whatever the storyline is for whatever it is because I'm just so distracted by the bad 3D animation. Mm, okay. I mean, there is some 3D animation, I think, in some cases that works out well in mm-hmm. conjunction with other animated projects. Like, I think I think they do it in, in the most recent animated stuff. I think they do it in Long Halloween. Yeah. Like, with the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. Like I think in certain spots it works, and there are there are times where I've seen like um, Batman Ninja is a good example. Okay, like, yeah, definitely. I, I definitely got into that because the animation it, it like matched kind of the tone and everything that they were going for. So I think if you use it in the right sense, it it can work. But there's just so many times it just doesn't. Yeah, I think it's really tough to capture that, or even like get that blend right between the two and i think that's why it's in some cases you know that's why maybe traditional animation hand-drawn animation i guess i should say not done on you know an ipad or a device or anything like that like you know i think that's why some of that stuff still holds up better Mm -hmm. to this day yeah right and i even love that um it's like animation like the animated series for example was kind of inspired by akira Mm-hmm. Yeah, anima- animation like that. that. Yeah. It's definitely abundant. But now, like, going back to Legion of Superheroes, this is probably the first one of that bunch between 
uh, Superman Man of Tomorrow, um, the Justice Society one with Wonder Woman. Um, obviously, you know, I really liked the Long Halloween ones. Green Lantern Beware, My Power wasn't too bad. This was the first one where I was just like, eh, okay. Yeah. I mean, they, they they took some liberties. I mean, if you're familiar with the Legion of Superheroes at all. Judging by your silence, I'm going to say no. Yeah, I was trying to think, and I'm like, I, I don't think so. Okay, yeah, I'm so not very familiar with them. The quick rundown is they're essentially a group of superheroes forged in the 31st century, and they are all inspired by Superman. They have flight rings in the form. They have L's on them. They can time travel. They actually brought Superman into the 31st century for a little while, too, in the comics a long time ago. I don't remember when specifically, but I know that that, that was a thing. Um, they did it again recently with his son, John Kent, as the new Superman. That's mm. why he aged up faster than Damien, because he was in the future, if that makes any weird timey-wimey sense. Mm, okay. probably, not, probably not, but... Yeah, that, 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 that's happened in the comics. <laughs> um, so in the animated movie, it's 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 they it's it's a Supergirl story. Like like you see what happens to Supergirl, you see what happens to Kara Zor-El, you see how she gets you know booted off Krypton and how Krypton blows up and her shit gets her ship gets caught off course. And when she finally lands on Earth, she treats it's it's way different. It's it's a little different than, um, you know being found on earth like the supergirl show where she was found younger mm. than than clark and then kind of raised to be a supergirl it's a little different she comes to earth as a full it's it's a little bit more like um superman batman apocalypse apocalypse yeah i thought i figured you were gonna say that but definitely less in the sense of where she has to that's the difference right like the the, the difference i think between apocalypse and this film is in apocalypse Carazarel is very like pr- what's the right word I want to say here she's accustomed to her own culture and she doesn't know what to do right like she's very like unaware of her surroundings and and wants yeah. to tr- and feels compelled to try and do the right thing in the new animated film in Legion of Superheroes when she gets to Earth she treats being Supergirl kind of like a job like a teenager starting a new job uh okay yeah she's not really into like you know damage control or being mindful of her surroundings or like really you know being mindful of what it really means to be a hero right mm-hmm. okay and, and so as a as an alternative you know because that, that's where batman kind of comes in he, he kind of tells superman he's like look your your cousin's a little unhinged she's a, if she doesn't stop we're gonna have to kick her off the planet mm. and superman's like all right fine so Superman takes it upon himself to be like, look, you know, if you're having a hard time, you know, adjusting here, why don't you try living in the 31st century where I hung out for a little while? And that's when the movie kind of kicks off. And it, you know, it has like a lot of really familiar Legion faces. Like it's got Monel, it's got a triplicate girl, duplicate girl, whatever F her name is. I don't remember. Uh, Bounce Boy. Um, yeah, triplicate. I'm looking at the cast. Triplicate girl, Phantom yeah. girl, Invisible kid, Timberwolf. Yeah, these yes. are okay. I, yes. the only characters that I notice in this list. Obviously, Batman, Flash, Brainiac. That's pretty. I mean, Superman, Supergirl. 
All these other ones, I'm like, arms fall off, boy. I, I don't know that one. <laughs> oh, okay, so in the film, The Suicide Squad, the detachable kid. Oh, okay. Inspired by arm fall off, boy. Okay, that makes sense. Yep. <laughs> totally makes sense, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's a few other ones there, too. And then Brainiac 5. Like, Brainiac 5 is another big player there, too. And um, I, honestly, I think he would probably, I would say he might have been my favorite character in the movie. Mm-hmm. I would okay. I would say, maybe. Yeah. Um, and that's all I'm going to say. I mean, there is another post-credit sequence. Um, in terms of my reaction to it, you know how we weren't really pleased with how The Long Halloween Part 2 had a really goofy one? Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. So, total 180 from that. Hmm. I don't know what this is leading to, but it's certainly an interesting one. Hmm. That's all okay. I will say. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. I mean, as long as it's... Yeah. That, that long Halloween one, to me, that was one of the only, like, really negative points for me with that movie. <laughs> I just remember that 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 post credit scene. I was just like, why was that there? Yeah, I think this one is definitely interesting because huh. yeah, and I the movie literally came out like a week ago. I'm not I'm really not trying to spoil it on here for for people who might not have seen it or if they want to see it, but it it's it definitely it's a post credit sequence. It's a, it's Certainly, it's certainly a post-credit sequence. Okay. That involved Batman and Superman. Interesting. Okay. That's all. That is the (laughs) last bit that I will say (laughs) in regards to Legion of Superheroes. Did I love it? Did I hate it? Kind of in the middle. Um, Well, and I mean, in connection with, you know, things that are kind of related to Batman, I mean, we're we're less than a month away from uh, the Gotham Knights TV series. Yay? You know, I saw that that, that had a date. <laughs> yep. And then I kind of moved about my business. March 14th. That's right, yeah. Debuting. Just, just under a month, you're right, yeah. Oh that's oh true. Boy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's right. Wow. Um, oof. We're it was, gonna... it's, man, it's already worked. May 31st was the release date of the first trailer. Okay, so interesting because, you know, when James Gunn announced his his, you know, part one of Gods and Monsters and the end of the Elseworlds stuff, Mm -hmm. um, Superman and Lois was there. Yep, that's what I was thinking, too. Gotham Knights wasn't. It wasn't. uh, Superman and Lois was there and Teen Titans Go was there. I didn't see anything else. And and look, let's let's clarify here. Craig and I are, are not avidly championing mm-hmm. the death of a TV show. People worked on it. Yeah. Hard, blood, sweat, and tears went into it, obviously. But low ba- costume budget went into it. <laughs> it's really hard not to <laughs> criticize it, right? Because this I'm is trying, like the, I'm trying not to, but well, here's, yeah. the th- here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Like there's been how many TV shows that are Oh yeah. Batman adjacent but not doing Batman on TV in in, in a oh, form man, that is not animated. Too. Oh yeah, Pennyworth eh. canceled. This oh no! Didn't it get a subtitle? I think so. It got a. It's got a. It, yeah, Pennyworth, the origin of Batman's Butler, or something like that. Yep. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> oh man, why? Like, why would you? 
you know what? Never mind. I don't. <laughs> I just no. No thanks. I, yep. I, I yeah, haven't Pennyworth, even... Pennyworth later marketed as Pennyworth, the origin of Batman's Butler. What I, a title! I've never seen an episode. I've had absolutely no desire. <laughs> and again, you know that's that's a show. Mm-hmm. People people made it. Hard work went into it. Scripts if, are written. Cool. If you like it, I am I am totally happy for you. And look, this is coming from two guys who adore Batman and everything in regards to his world. Mm-hmm. Maybe in the off chance. Maybe, maybe in the off chance, just maybe, we'll we'll be kind and you know give that show attention in the same way that we gave Batman and Robin attention. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I mean, maybe. Oh God, I shouldn't say that. Should we watch the premiere of Gotham Knights and then talk about it on the next episode <laughs> after the the next episode following? I think we that should premiere. do a live reaction to Gotham Knights. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, oh boy. But, 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 mm. but the caveat is mm-hmm. live reaction means alcohol. Yep. <laughs> that it would be my, that, that would, that would, that would, that would, that would, that would be my wager. <laughs> or, um, it's another word here. Um, that would be my bargain. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Okay, cool. Yeah, there we go. I've got plenty of beer. I can absolutely chug some beer and watch that show and well watch that show i mean it it has it shares the same name with the best-selling video game thanks <laughs> i can't stop taking shots at this womp womp uh, there's another gut punch right there gotham knights yep oofa oofa no thank you yeah that was that was bad and I hate to say I, I try not to be one of those people, but like I had a feeling about that, honestly, from the first gameplay footage when it came out. You know, it's really funny to me that this concept of of Gotham Knights has not been used now once but twice to right? essentially to essentially loosely adapt this battle for the cowl ish type of oh Batman's gone, what's mm. gonna happen to Gotham City now? And it's like. There's a whole Bat family out there. What do you think's going to happen? I'm just like, you know, I just I just want to see Batman on TV. Yep. <laughs> I just I just want to see Batman in a bat suit doing Batman things on TV. Is that too much to ask? I feel like that might be too much to ask for. <laughs> oh, and I if I recall, I think on a previous episode, we got on the topic of the Gotham Knights game and you mentioned to me that I think it was something along the lines of like even though I hadn't played it at that point, you said that like I would be thoroughly disappointed by like what happens towards the end of the game. And I decided to look it up and oh boy. Oh boy, that's all I'm going to say. So, yeah. Yowza. Yowza. <laughs> yeah, I mm nope. No thanks. I just, I I can't, I gave that game 4 or 5 hours of my time and I couldn't give it any more of that. Mm. Just couldn't couldn't get into it at all i think i think the most what made it hurt so much more for some like for people like us who love batman is it had been almost eight years since arkham knight and that was the game we got i think that's what made it hurt the most you know what while i didn't 
really care for Arkham Knight as a whole. There was a lot that I didn't like. I did appreciate the game still, and I still had some fun with it. To get that game as the thing that follows it up eight years later was just oof. It didn't even register to me that Arkham Knight is eight years old. Right. This, this August. That is right. Wow. Holy yep. shit. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Crazy, right? Well, because Arkham Asylum turned 10 in 2019. Mm-hmm. Arkham City had its tenure in 2021. Yep. So, Arkham Origins turns 10 this year. Let's see if Warner Brothers Montreal put out a remaster. Oh, that's... Uh, no, nah, man, they got to work on the next Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights 2. I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. That game was just not good in a lot of different ways. But, man, oh, man. You know, it's it's been a couple weeks since our last episode, too. You know what? You know what's also happened since our last episode? What's that? The Super Bowl. That's true. And with that Super Bowl came some trailers. Came a lot of trailers. There was, a lot of trailers. There was Transformers. I saw Transformers spot. I saw Fast 10 spot. Uh, I saw New Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. There was also, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, I think they did one for Ant Man, didn't they? No. Yeah, I think I think Quantum Mania got one. It might have. I don't remember. Anyway, there was also another trailer that kind of took the crown in terms of conversation. Yeah, the Super Mario Brothers movie trailer. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> yeah, me too. Not, yeah, not, I loved it. Not gonna lie, that was yep. that was pretty dope. And a cocaine bear. I can't, I'm seeing that this weekend. Me, uh, is it out this weekend? It's out this weekend. Oh, crap. Oh, okay. Well, I got something else to do. I got to go see Quantum Mania, and I guess I'll walk right into Cocaine Bear. I, I need you to do that double bill of Quantum Mania, then Cocaine Bear. I am, uh, I'm going to do it. Uh, I'm, yep, I'm off Saturday. Yep, I'm doing it. You have to walk that line. Yep, I will. <laughs> no, not walk. You have to do that line. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I screwed up initially. It <laughs> anyway, yeah, Cocaine Bear also got a got a spot too. There was man, there was some good stuff there. Rihanna did the halftime show, mm-hmm. and then I went home. Oh, hey, we almost forgot. Oh, yeah. There was there was another trailer there too, and it 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 really did like it it generated it did what it needed to do. It mm-hmm. generated conversation, and I think it that's sure did. I think that's a testament to just how good the trailer it is we got a trailer for the flash yes but wait craig we're a batman podcast why are we talking about a flash trailer i don't know why would we oh wait there's there's some batman in this there's not batman there's some batman in this there's quite a bit of batman in this yes my friend holy shit there's i got i i gotta say just to start off the bat this is one of the best trailers i've seen in a while I would agree. I mean, I was really into this trailer. Yeah, I mean, when you when you stack it up against you know other movie trailers that are out, like you know the Shazam one's cool, Guardians of the Galaxy's pushing on its second one now, and that one was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, the first one for the third film, fun, right? Like uh, now we've got the Flash, and I'm sure by the time the Flash comes out, we'll probably see something for Blue Beetle, maybe Aquaman. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like. This one really is kind of it, it. It it elevated. It's elevated a little bit in, in in a certain regard because for the longest time, people were speculating ten ways to Sunday what the hell was going to happen within this film, how it was going to look, what does this look like, what what is Michael Keaton going to look like as Batman, what is Sasha yeah. Kaye going to look like flying around as Supergirl, why is there another Barry in there with a 
another makeshift uh-huh. suit, right? Like all these things, all these questions. And now we finally see it. We've seen it in motion. It is a movie. It is happening and it is coming June 16th. Yep. I'm very excited. The, the big thing, the draw obviously was seeing Keaton in the suit again. I think really the only thing that kind of disappointed me about the trailer was I kind of wasn't into Keaton's Batman doing kind of like crazy action moves type stuff. I was a little deterred by that. Really, other than that, though, there wasn't really anything else about the trailer that I was like, okay, yeah, I think I'm down for this. You know, I'm kind of in the same boat. Um, I think Ben Affleck looked great. I think all yeah. of Batflick look great. Um, I think the Flash suit, surprisingly, actually looks really good in motion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of the a lot of the movie looks really good. I think it, it, just of what we've seen, just it it it, it all looked pretty pretty polished for for being worked on for so long, and I think that's a good sign for the final for the final show. But um, you know, I think it's it's also going to be very interesting to see. Michael, it, it just how why is that the case, right? Like, why is you know this seventy year old Batman able to like fly around as if he was in you know Tim Burton's Gotham City mm-hmm. all over again? Yep, like that. That to me is very is a very interesting question because you know you just kind of see him plop plop down and fly around with his extended wings as if it was the return suit. But I think that it might have something to do with the suit itself. That's kind of what I'm thinking is maybe it's some kind of enhanced Batman because of his age. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking along the lines of like, you know, Dark Knight Returns or something like that. He needs a suit that can help him, you know, with his age. I think that's kind of where I'm at with it, too. Right. Like there's that's got to be the the gist of it, because, you know, he again, this is this is a 70 something year old man in a in a suit beating the snot out of criminals. Mm-hmm. Right. So obviously it's got to be got to be some kind of it's got to have some kind of enhancement to it but i don't know do we want to really like break the trailer down oh i mean i'm okay with it i mean i I watched it before we started recording but then we also Mm -hmm. talked about a lot of stuff too (laughs) yeah so um let's see i suppose i could get it yeah i'll get it queued up and we can just kind of go over it shot by shot Um, I mean honestly for me one of the first things that really stood out when I watched the trailer the first time in those first few seconds you see the broken bat cowl in in what looks like a garage Yes, and that was like you see this broken cowl and you see blood everywhere and I'm like ooh okay what happened here because you can definitely tell that's Keaton's suit okay alright I'm going to get it queued up here yeah Okay. All right, I've got it all queued up here. So it initially starts off with some yellow lightning in front of presumably Barry Allen's house. Mm-hmm. And then he steps onto the into frame. And we get a really good look at his suit. And I, like I said, I, I like seeing the suit in motion. And I think it looks good. And I think I think it actually looks a lot better from then when it was initially presented. You know, a year and a half ago, at DC Fandom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. 
And then there's like this this sunrise piece, I would imagine, over what looks like Wayne Manor. Barry's talking about another time, or no, not not another timeline. This is Bruce Wayne reiterating to Barry Allen, like, you know, you can go to any timeline, any universe. Why stop and fight to save this one? We get some shots of that cow. We get a nice shot of Batfleck. Get Flash running through to save some people. And even, I, okay, so there's even a shot where Barry, where you see Barry running through, like, black and yellow. And I'm going to wager that this is Barry running through the Speed Force. Yeah. At about 18 seconds into the into the trailer, you see it. Yep. Okay, I see what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. You see Barry running through what I, I'm guessing that has to be the Speed Force. I'm. Yeah, I think you're right. And then after that, he's tell, he's talking to Bruce, and he's saying, you know, this is the only universe my mom's in, and I'm not going to lose her again. And then we get what we get a shot of Ron Livingston, who's replacing Billy Crudup as uh, Henry Allen, and he's holding a dying Nora in his arms. And then we see Little Barry run out of the house. Well, actually, no, we see the Warner Brother DC logo before we see that. Then we get a shot of... This is actually Bruce Wayne. This hand on the um, on the portrait picture. Because in a TV spot, you see long-haired Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne push the same picture, and then you see a bunch of bat suits pop out of it. Mm, okay. Which, to kind of talk about that for a little bit, I was really impressed to see that. Because yeah. that's something that I think had been long desired for in regards to Keaton's Batman being kind of an adventurous, crazy Batman. And it also kind of feels like a nod to all the, the different kinds of toys that Batman's had over the years, like the different kind of suits he's had over the years in terms of toy form. Oh, yeah. And just like the, the ways that he could get in and out of the Batcave. I yes. mean, I think, that, I think back to like <laughs> uh, the scene in Batman Forever where Bruce sits in that chair and he just says, chair and it launches him down into the bat cave and right. it's like that that's your code word <laughs> so i think it's really interesting that that that, that all these suits are all very different um mm-hmm. the very first one has like an adam west logo on it but it also has like a very detective comics uh number 27 cowl to it it's got holsters for some grapnel guns the one next to it is a blue suit with white eyes and a in what looks to be a, the keaton logo on it it looks to be like a blue and gray suit i think it probably has a blue cape too and that's what i was thinking too yeah and then next to it is the 89 suit next to that one is the return suit now it's these last two that really have a lot of people talking Mm -hmm. now the one that doesn't have the goggles the one directly next to it that has like the the air tube coming out of it going on the top a lot of people speculated scuba suit, but I got a good look at this thing on my TV. No, dude, this thing has wings on it. That is a high-altitude flight suit. Yeah. And I'm just like, what What? What <laughs> could you possibly need that suit for? And my mind immediately went to, because, again, this is Tim Burton's Batman, right? Mm-hmm. Man bat. Mm. Yeah. 
That's hey, you got to be you got to be able to get up there and fly and fight that thing. Right, right, right. And you know, we're talking about a guy who's faced off against a dude who fell in a vat of chemicals, mm-hmm. right? And a, and a, and another guy who came out looking like a penguin. <laughs> I mean, come on. Abandoned by his parents and raised by penguins. Exactly right. And then the last suit, the one with the goggles, people are are like kind of nicknaming it the nightmare suit. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. But I think it's definitely got to be. Um, you know, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know what the goggles could be for. I think. Oh, you know what? Snowsuit. That's exact. I was thinking a bat snowsuit. Like, what if his? What if Keaton's Batman did in fact? go up against a version of mr freeze right Mm -hmm. a different one that isn't arnold schwarzenegger (laughs) that'd be funny wouldn't it oh man so if it was back in the 80s slash early 90s who would have been mr freeze what does a tim burton mr freeze look like that's what i'm thinking too yeah you know it's funny because mr freeze would totally fit in with 100 percent. yeah wow damn could you imagine if we had gotten a batman and robin but tim burton's batman and robin well, Robin would then be Marlon Wayans. Mm-hmm. Which, but then, but I'm then not. you've got a a Tim Burton. Oh man, think about that. A Tim Burton Mister Freeze, a Tim Burton Poison Ivy, and a Tim Burton Bane. Yes, yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Need to see the last one. Yeah. <laughs> because I, really... I mean, we already saw what Schumacher did with Bane and. Uh, I mean, really, anything else has got to be better. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Anything that doesn't just go burn. <laughs> Bomb. 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 <laughs> no, dude, I, I genuinely found those suits to just be the most hands-down yeah. interesting thing uh, for, about this movie for me so far. Like, I, I want to see more of those. Now, and the question is, though... Does he wear any other suits in the film, or do you think he's just going to be in the Keaton suit the whole time? I think he's probably going to be in the Keaton suit the most of the time. That's my guess, too. Would it be nice to see him suit up in something else? Yeah. Yeah, it would. Because, like, just judging from the shots we did see of him, he's in the Keaton suit, even when they're outside that what looks like a prison. Mm-hmm. And he's still in the Keaton suit. But who knows? Maybe it's a some cgi trickery maybe he's actually in a different suit in that scene but i'm thinking he's probably just going to be in the keaton suit the whole film yeah and then after keaton after that shot of keaton put it putting his hand on the on the portrait we get some shots of barry uh barry as an adult seeing his mom and then him meeting himself mm-hmm. or rather the other version of him the second flash in this film and the, the thing is is like when he meets the other barry is other Barry's like terrified and freaked out, but yeah. Barry Barry is is just like, it's like this is a thing. This is the, a thing I do. <laughs> the, 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 this is this is happening. I'm I'm seeing another version of myself, mm-hmm. and I have absolutely zero idea of what to do with it right now. <laughs> Which is very interesting. And then we get the shot of the two Barrys walking up to Wayne Manor. Really cool shot. I really? love that. Yeah. I love just I love the fog around the building. You can tell it's seen better days because you can see like that the grass and everything is overgrown and dying. And this is intercut with a conversation that he's having with Ben Affleck's Batman, too. Yep. 
because he says if you were to go in the past you have no idea what the consequences could be mm-hmm. and then we get the flash ring and Barry tries to it's this is this is where the flashpoint stuff kind of comes into play because he's yep. trying to convince Bruce that if I go in the past and stop my mom from dying I can fix things yep. and then Bruce tells him or you could destroy yep. everything right and and based on the flashpoint novel you know the big spin of all of this was that Barry Allen going back to save his mother caused yes. a ripple yeah. it, it, it it messed with the timeline it caused everything, a ri- everything. Yep. it caused a ripple effect across the timeline and it the certain events skewed ever so slightly so mm-hmm. uh superman landed in metropolis was picked up by the government uh bruce wayne was the one that was shot instead of thomas and martha yep. um etc etc throughout the rest of the dc universe and all hell breaks loose between a fight between uh, the Atlanteans and the Amazons. Mm-hmm. So that's the driving force of Flashpoint, but I don't think we're going to get any of that here. I think the it's going to be a little bit different because we're seeing Supergirl, we're seeing General Zod again. That's mm-hmm. another thing we haven't really gotten into, too. But, like, as the trailer progresses, like, just even kind of just look at, look, just looking at my boy Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, so good to see him again. This is going to be so great to see him one last time. Yep. One and I mean, and then, and then it immediately pops in with um, Barry standing in a room where Zod is making his announcement from Man of Steel, and it just it, it was good to see Zod again. Mm-hmm. My, Michael Shannon was so good as Zod, and I think even just the fact that we're seeing General Zod and we're seeing the Kryptonian army that he brought. And you know, from being this is very reminiscent, reminiscent of Man of Steel. I think this is really close. Like I, yeah. I, I don't see. I'm very, very pleased and surprised that Andy Muschietti was able to to recreate all of that mm-hmm. and make it look as close as it does. Yeah, it looks it really, really good. There, there are scenes. I mean, the scenes that I did see, I was like, that looks right out of Man of Steel. Yeah. And we get that intercut with Flash saying, I created a world where no metahumans. We get the first bits of Shasakaye's mm-hmm. Kara, who is like brittle in the same way that, that Superman was in the Flashpoint story after being, you know, under a red sun lamp for so many years under the government. Yep. You got troops being blown up by Kryptonian war machines from what I can tell. Right, right. And then he gets, then Barry gets asked if he wants some help and that's when we get the reveal. Yep turns on the lights some bats flying around and there's a specifically shaped vehicle there in the center yeah and then we see a cow and then other berry drops that mug and what do you know yeah yeah i'm batman yep (laughs) so good to hear that line but yeah the whole him flying and jumping around it's got to be from the suit right it's got to be it's got to be I I really I, I gotta imagine they're gonna explain that because I mean like you said he's a seventy year old Batman right right like it's gotta be it like that's got there's no way it's him physically I mean he's yeah. obviously like showcasing it or they're yeah they're yeah tricking us with CGI trickery but yes it's got to be enhanced in some way it's got to have something under it there and then. I've seen people complain that 
the other the fact that other Barry like faints, I'm like well he's new to all this, so if he's seen mm-hmm. Batman for the first time, I'd shit I'd probably faint too. Yeah, he's got no clue. <laughs> and then this. We cut to other Batman. We get Ben Affleck's oh, Batman know. on his new motorcycle. A kick-ass-looking motorcycle, mind you. That motorcycle, I believe, is inspired from um, one drawn in uh, the White Knight series from the Black Label mm. stuff at DC. And we get Kara flying up, holding now, her body. Presumably. That's what I was going to say. Like, Who is she supposed to be carrying there? Barry, I think. It looks like Barry. Probably. It looks like Barry Barry, not Newberry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Barry Barry Newberry. There you go, everybody. That's how you figure it out. People can say Barry 1, Barry 2. I think Andy Muschietti referred to them as two idiots. <laughs> so there's that. Um, BB and B. Eh, there you eh. go. <laughs> but then there's this really nice shot of Flash showcasing him, like running around all the damage. Yep. Almost Zack Snyder's Justice League level of yeah. effects going on there with the with the slow motion. I actually remember one of the VFX guys talking about how they don't they're not a fan of the whole super fast running that happens on the TV show. That's why they like the slow run and I think I think of the movies that have done the slow run stuff, I would argue that Zack Snyder's probably done it the best. Oh, I agree. Like between his two films and now even this one, mm-hmm. I would say that DC probably has a better hand on it than than um, the Fox X Men stuff that did it a while ago. Like, oh yeah. Then again, you know, back then it's a little bit more primitive, and I think what what Brian Singer was working with Quicksilver was innovative mm-hmm. with Quicksilver, but I yeah, I think absolutely. that I think Snyder nailed it with Barry Allen's slow run. Oh, absolutely. That, I mean, like I said, that still to me is, it probably is up there, probably in my like top five like favorite scenes in any film I've ever seen. That scene gives me chills. It's amazing. It's, at the Speed Force, there's no other scene like it. It's an Oscar-worthy yeah. scene, for, for crying out loud. But then we get a shot of Batman dropping down on a tunnel. Yes. Very almost, very Man a, of Steel-like almost. Then he flings out a Batarang. That he does. Then we get a shot of Barry, presumably, I would think, again, using his powers to slow down time. But I think he's standing in front of Iris. That's what I'm thinking, too. I think that's Iris that's putting her hand up against his face. Now, here's another cool shot after that with the two bears touching their heels against each other. Yeah. I like the kind of, like, I like the blue lightning and red lightning. Yeah. So, apparently, that's also going to be explained in the film. Oh, it will? Okay. Yeah. So, I guess Barry's suit takes his power this is just how i'm interpreting it like i would imagine it takes his electricity and kind of manipulates it or you know moves it around his body to the point where it's it's more of a current that's why it's yellow or red Mm. rather whereas the other flash you know newberry he's gotta you know kind of learn his suit can't conduct electricity in the same way that berries can but then again you know Barry Bear is working for a suit with Wayne Tech in it. Yep. At least and I that's... did notice when I when I paused the scene, those like troops there. I'm assuming those are Kryptonian soldiers. I would imagine so. Yeah. Because there's like four of them in the shot, and I mean they're they definitely. I mean they are humanoid looking, but those just looking at it, they definitely look like they're wearing Kryptonian armor. 
But um, after that, we get a shot of what I think is the Batwing conducting yeah. some electricity yep. down onto yep. into, possibly into Barry. I think that's the case. I th- I think that is going to be their version of Barry getting his powers back. That's what I think too. That that's exactly what I think that is. Then we get a nice shot of Kara punching General Zod. Yeah, I I'm really looking forward to that fight. That is going to be fun. Kara showing off her heat vision. Hold on, there's a shot I'm looking for. I paused it at that punch, and man, that the 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 after effect of that punch just you can see it like she's definitely like breaking that protective screen that he's got on his face there hold on I'm looking at something am I seeing what I think I'm seeing hmm hold on okay so after Kara punches General Zod Mm -hmm. Barry is making a tornado there's another flash there. Yes. Yes, there is. In a is. red suit. In a red suit. Oh, man. I never even noticed that. Yeah. I'm just now noticing that. Oh, hello. Is that Grant Gustin's? That's what I'm thinking. That looks an awful like, like well, awful lot like Grant Gustin's flash suit. Yeah, because I don't see... Oh, damn it. It went too far. Interesting. Isn't it amazing the things you can catch when you do these things like frame by frame? <laughs> oh, yes. That's exactly what I'm doing is frame yeah. by frame. So yeah, there's another flash there. Yep. Although it almost could be Newberry. I'm going to take that. Maybe, and maybe after he gets his powers back? No, I think it might be Newberry, but it's just... It's, I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's another flash. Yeah. But yes, he makes very... a tornado. Then the Batwing flies through an explosion, Kara's heat vision. And She's... then we get Batfleck again. We get Batfleck right in the blue and gray, which looks In the amazing. blue and gray. I love it. Oh, I want more of it. Oh, I love it. So, also, fun fact, if you also... Oh, it absolutely has to be another flash. Now that I'm getting a good look at the new. So, if you also like do it frame by frame, mm-hmm. at two fifteen, Newberry kicks someone out of a tornado. Oh yeah, and that someone looks an awful lot like Dark Flash. That does indeed. Yep. So. Yeah, I paused it right. I can see the person coming out of the tornado that he kicked. Yep. That definitely looks like Dark Flash. It's either Dark... And he's got lightning coming off of him, too. He sure does. Yep, he's got some lightning coming off of him. Well, also... It can't be a normal soldier because there's a frickin' tornado forming around yeah. this character. Yeah, no, no. And who, and who creates tornadoes? Mm-hmm. Speedsters. Yep. No, now there's are... definitely that that guy, whoever that is, is definitely getting kicked out of that tornado. Yeah. Then we've got. I think we're good to press play. 
Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Barry's screaming no. We get some more destruction. Now, this is fun. Where Batman, like, says we try not to die, and then we get some sweet Supergirl action. Yeah. I love how he just closed his fists, and then you see Kara. Yep. And she's just, like, I love this. She is obliterating fools. That now, one guy that she grabs and just throws him, and there's a big, that guy is dead. That is That guy is dead, dead. There's no coming back from that. Okay, so if you pause at 2 minutes, 34 seconds, where Kara's telling, telling them, my name's Kara. If you look behind both berries, there's somebody in a suit standing behind them. Oh, really? Okay, yep. hold on, let's see. Oh, yep. Bruce Wayne? Mm-hmm. That's my guess, anyway. It's got to yep. be Bruce Wayne. Yep. Then we get the logo for the Flash. Then we get a little bit here with Supergirl flying towards the Batwing and Barry. Great suit. Great suit. Really like her in the suit. Yeah. And we get other Barry taking a picture of it <laughs> and making a joke. Yeah. Which, for the record, I don't care that this movie makes jokes. I mean, at this rate, come on. Let's just have some fun with it. Can we, please? Like y'all, this is, this, y'all, this is... y'all complained about that Snyder took it too seriously, so how about we have some fun with it? Well, not only that, like this is this is a Flash film. This isn't a yeah. Batman film. So. Exactly. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I have nothing bad to say about mm-hmm. it. I mean, there's a few, maybe you could call it spotty CGI spots, but I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens with this movie. And how exactly it resets the field for James mm-hmm. Gunn to, uh, you know, paint the canvas, as they say. Yeah. I'm I, after this trailer. I I remember leading up to this, we've talked about it multiple times, where it's just like, what direction are they going in? How is this film going to reset things? And after this trailer. I've gone from skepticism to just like genuine excitement. I'm really, really interested to see how this all plays out. And even to kind of go back to your point, like I've, I, I'm very thankful to see Ben Affleck's Batman in yes. the blue, in a blue and gray. Uh, that that was awesome. I, I think that's great. But I'm also kind of hoping that that's kind of setting up a, a, a precedent for what mm. the DCU Batman. Brave and the bold. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I, I really want to see that. I really want to see him be in the blue and the gray. And I got to imagine, I would really hope that this would happen. I hope we get a scene with Keaton and Batfleck in a scene together. Oh, I doubt it. You don't think I'm so? Not, I'm not even trying to be an asshole. I'm just like, I doubt it. I oh, genuinely man. kind of doubt it. That, that would be so cool if that happened. It would be, but I just, I don't. If it did, it would have to be... I, I would really have to try and understand the logic behind it happening. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, they're in two separate universes operating two different things. Yeah. You know, so it's, like, it's not quite a No Way Home situation where, you where, 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 where you know, the universe is cracked together. Very right? true. Yeah, now that you say that, that does make sense. Yep. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it, it, I would like to see that, too. Mm-hmm. But I would also like it to make sense in the makes context sense. of the yep. in, in no, the context tol- of the movie. Totally makes sense. Yep. Right. Like you, I I think it's just very easy for for other movies to just plop characters in and be like, oh, here you go, right? Yeah. Yeah. But but there are few creatives who who take the the care and time to be like, well, it has to make sense. 
yeah. you know. And I think I think that's part of the problem with what's going on right now. This whole these expectations that people have that like every superhero movie now since I feel like Infinity War and Endgame. Why isn't this character in it? Why isn't this character making an appearance? Like it needs to make sense in the context of the story. Correct. Nothing bothered me more. Just to go on a quick side tangent. For those that don't know, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is quite possibly my favorite Marvel movie because it gave me exactly what I've always wanted. I wanted to see Sam Raimi be able to be full Sam Raimi in a superhero movie. And that's exactly what that film gave me. But I remember, and you probably remember it too, the lead up to that movie. Oh, is this character going to make an appearance? Is this character going to make an appearance? Is this character going to be in it? Then the movie comes out and everybody goes, oh, well, there was only like these four or five characters in it. This movie was such a disappointment because of that. Characters being in a film does not make the film good. And to that point, to even tie it into to, to something that is, you know, relevant to something upcoming, mm-hmm. Batman Brave and the Bold. Like, yeah. you, you can't... When we hear the words Batman family, right? Yep. Like from Peter Safran or James Gunn, either one of them, I'm not outright expecting every single member exactly. of the family yes. in that first film. Yep. I'm setting myself up for at the very least, I mean obviously Batman and Robin, mm-hmm. Damien, right? Okay. Um if you're going to do Damien, that automatically means you have to bring in Talia Al Ghul. Mm-hmm. Right? At that's and then to some extent maybe Rachel Ghoul. Yep. And then on Batman's side of things, I can almost guarantee you like like James Gunn did did like respond to two different lists, one from IGN and I think another one from Bleeding Cool. IGN had 10 characters, Bleeding Cool had 8. And um the, the IGN and Bleeding Cool essentially ran polls of like which characters do you think are going to pop up in James Gunn's DCU? Nightwing was on both of those lists. James Gunn responded one on Twitter, another one on Instagram. The one on Instagram was the IGN poll, and he goes, what if I did five out of ten? Mm. And, you know, like I said, Nightwing was on both of those lists, and he, the other one was like, uh, you know, f- what about four out of eight of the characters? And again, Nightwing was also on this list. I am almost going to bank on the idea that Nightwing is probably going to show up in Brave and the Bold. I think so. I think that is... Because 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 here's the thing, right? Like, if you are doing a story about Batman and Robin, and Robin mm-hmm. is the rambunctious little shithead kid Damian Wayne, mm-hmm. who better to help rein in that ro- yep. that rein him in as Robin than the first Robin? Yep. And and since he again, you know. Gunn is a fan of the Grant Morrison stuff. Grant Morrison had Dick Grayson be Batman for a long time, for mm-hmm. quite quite a t- quite a little bit of time, about two years, from like 2009 to 2011, I think, is when he was like the the Gotham City mainstay Batman, and Bruce was running Batman Incorporated on a much more global scale. But for a while, Batman was Bruce was dead, and Dick was Batman. Mm-hmm. So. To me, again, it, it just makes sense that if he's going to chart in a new Robin and bring him in under his cape and wing, then yes, it would make logical sense to have him have a former Robin help him yeah. train the new one. Whether it's Dick or Tim, I don't really give a shit. 
No, we just need Nightwing. I'm and and again, you know, there are many fans and many different families of, of many different members of the Batman family. So I'm really, really holding out. Oh, like I'm almost guaranteeing that Nightwing's going to happen because he hasn't happened before. He's never been done before. The closest you could say is Chris O'Donnell on the red suit and Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. And I ain't going to take that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's high time that we've gotten that we get Nightwing on the big screen. Exactly. It's, it's hot. It's way past due. Exactly. And again, I think personally that the re and again, you know, personal headcanon here, you know, <laughs> ideally the reason why that, 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 that Damien is going to take up the mantle of Robin, the best workaround to have Tim not be there, have him be with the Teen Titans, have him form oh, the Teen Titans. I did not even think of that. That makes total Sense. I'd rather not even have him form the Teen Titans. Have him be proteging as the leader of the Teen Titans under yeah. the tutelage of Dick Grayson. That's yeah, what Teen I Titans do. again. We don't need we don't need an origin story for everything. Just nope. have the Teen Titans already formed. And it's you don't. Fine. And the thing is, is you don't even need it to be um, Arsenal and Wonder Girl. Well, I mean, you can have a Wonder Girl, but like you can, you know, it 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 can be the the Perez. Uh, mm? Oh man, Wolfman! It can be the Perez Wolfman run. Like you can do, you know, Robin and have it be Tim Drake, but then also do like Gar, Cyborg, Starfire, mm-hmm. yeah. Raven. Like it can be yeah. them. Because I mean, I mean, let's be honest. He did. I mean, we saw that graphic. I mean, Teen Titans Go. It, it's it's over in its own thing. But they do have plans to kind of continue it, and by this point, so many people have grown accustomed to those characters. It's okay. Just throw them in there. It, you, we don't need. So many people are already so used to those characters. Yeah, I so, don't. I, so I don't we know who they are. Yeah, I don't think you could even. I don't think you would need a, a Raven a, movie, an, an a, origin for yeah, any of them. Exactly. Truthfully. Yeah, exactly. But like back to the main point. Like I, I think when it comes to characters being inserted where into some certain plan, mm-hmm. truthfully, I, I think. Nightwing is pretty much spoken for in regards yes. to Brave and the Bold. I could be wrong. Yeah. I could be totally wrong, yeah. right? Like I, I'm, I'm not running the show. I'm not James Gunn. I'm not Peter Safran. I'm not making all these decisions. But when Nightwing shows up on two lists that he specifically comments on, and you know, says half of these people are probably going to show up in part one, mm-hmm. and Nightwing's on both of those lists, then yes, I am very much inclined to believe that Nightwing is probably going to show up in Batman: Brave and the Bold. Take that check to the bank and freaking yeah. cash it buddy there we go yeah or maybe maybe in this movie so bruce let's say he he has damien he's with damien he's trying to raise him he's having a hard time maybe dick is not nightwing yet he contacts him hey i need your help this you know i need you to help me with this new protege Mm -hmm. comes in maybe does some training trying to show damien how to do things whatever the crisis is that's going to occur in this movie comes to them so batman and damien go out to fight and maybe dick goes well they need all the help they can get and becomes nightwing Mm, i'm kind of leaning more towards the already established route personally yeah maybe i mean i'm just throwing things out there it's just and that's again like we said in the last episode i'm just i'm genuinely excited to see how this all turns out 
I was very worried at first, you know, for quite a while actually, when the whole WB Discovery merger was going on. Yeah. But now that we've got word from Gun and that we've got these things that they've announced, I'm genuinely excited to see what comes down the line. You know, to kind of also touch on another corner, I did I did see today that, well, I guess it's not even really news, but apparently. Uh, the Penguin Show is going to have uh, hour-long eight episodes. And I'm like, oh, really? Tell me something HBO doesn't do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, shocker. <laughs> <laughs> shock, shock, surprise, surprise, right? <laughs> HBO? Yeah, Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, Last of Us. It, really? They're not going to be 30-minute episodes? Uh, Watchmen? Shocking. Watchmen, yeah. Uh, Chernobyl? <laughs> Westworld. Westworld. <laughs> uh, HBO. What is HBO known for? Right. Hour-long mm-hmm. episodes. Not surprised. Right. Not surprised at all one bit. Okay. Okay. Glad we've established that. Yeah. Okay. So the episodes are going to be an hour long. And, oh, yeah, look at that. The sky's still blue. <laughs> oh, man, dude. I'm just – I'm looking forward to that. I mean, Colin mm-hmm. Farrell doing a, yeah. doing a whole show about the Penguin. First of all, did you ever anticipate that when the Batman was being no. considered? No. No. Somebody, you know, when they first started announcing the project of the Batman, somebody comes to me and goes, oh, yeah, by the way, there's going to be a, a show all about the Penguin. What, what are you talking about? Get out of here. <laughs> Around the time the Penguin show was, like, not quite officially confirmed, there was a there was another fool out there on the Internet peddling this idea that, oh, Penguin and Catwoman are getting spinoffs. And it's like, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Still waiting on that Catwoman spinoff, chief. Yeah. <laughs> because it ain't gonna happen mm. <laughs> but yeah this I'm, I'm excited for the penguin show uh, i'm excited to see how it leads into the batman um, mm-hmm. i'm very very curious to see wh- how the batman folds out into the dcu under james gunn um i was actually thinking about who could be talia and uh personally i'm just gonna throw my hat at anna de armis a lot of people Ooh, wanted okay. her as Catwoman when Ben Affleck was still Batman, but I think she could very much be uh, Talia al Ghul. Yeah, I could see that. That's just me, though. Yeah. Because it's been 11 years since she's been in a movie. It's been, you know, it'll be well over 20 by the time Ra's al Ghul had been in, has been in a movie. Mm-hmm. Because if Superman Legacy comes out in 2025 and Batman Brave and the Bold comes out after that, then yes it'll have been 20 years since Rachel Ghoul had been in a movie. So then, uh, Rachel Ghoul's Man, now that's in... crazy. Yeah. That's right. Just... God, I feel so old. Right. Oh and, my God. And now I'm just like, Ooh. And you know, James Gunn's a, a fan of the comic books. Like he's not, he's not going to be like Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. Right. I think, I think when it comes to Rachel Ghoul and again, you know, he may not show up in the movie, but I, given the characters that, that we're dealing with, I, I have a very high, speculation that he likely will mm-hmm. play a part yeah. so if if Rachel Ghoul shows up in a movie again yeah I'm down for it especially if it's going to be like League of Assassins and he's got a sword and he's got like you know the two pauldrons that are like gold and have like mm-hmm. cape behind it that are shrubby and shit like I'm down with that we'll see and imagine if we got if we have a universe where the Lazarus pit exists then that just opens up a whole bunch of new opportunities right and i think truthfully i i think that somehow some way 
the Lazarus will fit into whatever larger plan he's cooking. Yeah, I think, I think so. I think that's a possibility. Yeah. Yep. Because if everything's going to interconnect somehow, some way into some big plan, you'd have to imagine that each piece of the puzzle, as we've seen, is going to factor into it somehow. The only definitive connection we, at least that I recall seeing, is that Superman legacy will lead directly into the authority. Yep. Yep. I remember we talked about that. Yep. Which is interesting to think about. And then also the, the only other hint is that the lanterns is going to be the biggest direction pointer in regards to where that story's headed. So it's like, Hmm, I don't know. I'm still kind of baffled with that concept of, for the lanterns, how they're, what were they saying? It's going to be like true detective, true detective like, on earth. Yeah. That's just like, that's going to be a new kind of, I think approach to green lantern that I'm very, very intrigued. I'm, I'm very curious out of all the things. That's the one where I'm like, I really want to see a trailer for that. I want to see what this kind of vision is going to be. You know, I feel like the Supergirl movie, I'm just, I'm just looking at it like, yeah, you know, I will get to the Tom King book when I get to it. Mm-hmm. And then once I read it, it'll be like, okay, this is essentially what this movie might look like. All right, cool. Will Sasha Kaya be in it? I don't know. I hope so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I'm going to invest in some of the more Grant Morrison Batman stuff that I don't have that I thought I own, but apparently I don't. The way I can be fresh for that movie. I think so too. I I haven't, you know, as our listeners know, I'm still like I'm catching up on years and years of Batman comics, like and I don't just, think you, you just got Court of Owls not too long ago, mm, like yep. last year. Yep. So. I'm very, very intrigued. I, I kind of want to do the same. Like, I want to go back and get as much of Grant Morrison's work as I can just to kind of see what that perspective was like, what his view on the characters was. Okay, if you can't find the omnibus, um, I believe it goes um, Black Glove, R.I.P., and then after R.I.P., maybe final crisis and then after final crisis is the batman and robin reborn with dick as batman and damien as robin and it had four volumes and then after that is bruce wayne the road home okay he might have been on he might have more batman stuff that i'm just not remembering off the top of my head but if you again if you can't get the omnibus i would just search grant morrison batman and see what comes up in individual volumes oh um you know what? I am missing one. Batman and Son. That's the one that kicks it all off. Okay. At least I think that's the... Yeah, that sounds about right. I th- I'm pretty sure that's the one that kicks it off, is Batman and Son. Which, again, I, I do think also serves as the inspiration for the film that is going to be Brave and the Bold. Which is interesting, because I think when... when they've been sharing images of it. They've been showing the Batman and Robin reborn stuff with Dick as Batman. So it's very interesting to see how that movie's going to come together. Yeah. I'm looking at it now. Batman 2006 through 2009 collected as black love resurrection of Ra's al Ghul, Batman, RIP Batman by Grant Morrison, Omnibus final crisis. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So I missed the resurrection of Rachel Ghoul. That's the only one I didn't have there. Oh yeah, and it, yeah, the 
resurrection of Rachel Ghoul connects to the Batman and Son storyline. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Oh yeah, because Batman and Son—that's the introduction of Damien. Right. Perfect. Okay. Right. Yeah, I got a good list here to go with. I'm gonna try to find the omnibus, but if not, this looks like a good good list to go with through. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm 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 a fan of Morrison stuff. Like I read Black Glove back in the day. I read R.I.P. Um, not too long ago, I actually bought R.I.P. Like when I actually two years ago when I still worked at the comic book store. Anyway, um, the Batman and Son stuff is really good. Yeah, this all looks interesting. I still need to get it again. I'm sure I will. So, yeah, I think I think that's gonna be where we put a pin in it, my guy. Yeah, got it. We got through a lot today. Yeah, we did. We you know we broke down that flash trailer pretty well. We're gonna mm-hmm. find some. We found, back. found yeah, we found some stuff in there that I was not expecting. Same, 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 same. Um. Other than that, uh, I, I don't necessarily know. We've got another legendary moments of the Dark Knight lined up. Um, mm-hmm. Craig's gonna get some more Grant Morrison Batman. I'm sure I'm gonna do the same thing. Um, maybe we'll even, you know, go over Batman and Son. It's a future yeah. episode. I don't know. Yeah, sounds like kind of kind of get ourselves prepared for Brave and the Bold. Yes. And then one know, thing I was thinking too is maybe uh, I know we've never done this, but maybe we should look at. You know, come the end of March with uh, Batman the Doom that came to Gotham, maybe we do our first like full movie review. I don't think we've done a full movie. We haven't mm-hmm. even done like a review review, have we? No, we've done commentaries, but we've never done a review. And with this being like the first kind of main kind of Batman thing coming out since the Bat well, I guess I guess our views on the Batman, that was kind of a review. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, we did kind of do that with the Batman. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was more of a breakdown. You know, we gave our opinions on the plot, the characters, and all that. So maybe we do that with uh, the Doom that came to Gotham. Yeah, I suppose we could do it's that. It's looking like a lot of Lovecraftian fun in the Batman world. Although you do bring up a very good point in the fact that we've never done a review of any Batman film. We've done mm-hmm. reviews of Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. Of which, yes, we are well aware. We, we have <laughs> episodes to do. Yes, folks, yeah. we are well aware of that. There's just been, I mean, it feels like every time we're like, all right, time to get like back on the track of stuff. Then more, I mean, ever since these announcements of the DCU, it's just like more and more information comes out and trailers come out. And it's just like, man, I mean, there's just so much to process. Yeah. There's a lot of information out there. And then coupled with, you know, our own stuff again, you know, like doing mm-hmm. the legendary moments, the commentary tracks, things of that nature just it and then you know on top of it and again we're also not a podcast that's all about delivering news or anything mm-hmm. like that we're not that yeah okay. we want to talk about the stuff that matters to us and at the same time you know if you like what we have to say mm-hmm. appreciate you if you disagree let us know let's have a civil conversation about it i mean i, I would certainly hope we could have a civil conversation about it yeah Although, according to some people, apparently I can't have a civil conversation. But that's <laughs> neither here nor there. Just kidding. Um, but no, you know, it, it's not It's not rocket science. And as long as you don't bring up Thor, Love, and Thunder around me, I am pleasant. That. <laughs> that th- those exact words. Anyway, Craig, 
you're still on a you're not really on a social cleanse you're back on facebook i think right yeah i'm on facebook like i said i'm i'm staying away from twitter that is just uh that is a pit that i do not need to be a part of there with everything going on around that yeah i'm i'm good where i am maybe we should open up a discord that'd be cool wouldn't it yeah i'd I be up for so. that i think so yeah why not you know yeah. I'll, I'll get cracking on that later tonight yeah if i don't fall asleep here in the next <laughs> hour but yeah, you know, Craig's on Facebook, uh, as am I, you know, you just search us, Philip Barker, Craig Blaylock on Facebook. You can search this show, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, T E K capital T E K underscore podcast. Uh, same for, um, wait, I said Twitter. What am I thinking? Anyway, I, I was leading into the, our email. There we go. Wow. There. Transitions are hard. <laughs> Email, you can drop us an email, you know, eternalnightpod at gmail.com. Feel free to leave us a review on any podcatcher or podcast app you have, whether it be preferably, you know, iTunes or Google Podcast, Spotify, or even now iHeartRadio. I always forget we're on (laughs) iHeartRadio. I'm so bad at remembering where we are. But yes, um, you can listen to us again, you know, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. And uh, Google Podcasts. Yeah, and just quick side note, Apple. Come on, just integrate the podcast into Apple Music already. I am so I am so sick of having podcasts be on a separate app. Oh, they. I don't think they ever will. But we'll they see. won't. But it's uh, bugs me. Well, Overcast is a good one from the, that 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 pulls Apple stuff, from what I understand. Mm, okay, I'll have to look into that one. Give that one a shot. Yeah. But, uh, other than that, if y'all want to follow me again, you know, just at unfiltered Twitter, Vero, Instagram. Yar. I think that'll do it. We'll see you all next time. And obviously, you know, we'll be back here talking about anything related to the Batman that Matt Reeves is developing. And of course, the Brave and the Bold mm-hmm. that James Gunn is developing on the other side. As we always like to say, stay safe. Take it easy. Keep it classy in the cave. Have a great day or night, whatever your listening preference is. Take care. Adios. If I can't undo what I did, if I can't get back, there might not be a future. What's the play? Batman, what do we do? We try not to die. It's not Clark. My name is Kara. I'm Barry. We're Barry. Barry, what are you doing? Our kids are going to want to see this. we're back with a post credit scene but more like a post mail scene <laughs> so I, fun fact I did throw this out there on both the Facebook and Twitter feeds uh, how people were feeling about the Flash film via again you know the Eternal Night page on Facebook and of course T-E-K underscore podcast 
Well, actually, I, I did this one personally on my own Twitter account. We did get a response. The question I asked was, we're going to be recording an episode of our podcast tonight. We're going to be talking about the Flash movie trailer because it has Batman in it, obviously. Uh, but I would love to hear from all of you, my mutuals, what they think of it. and Maybe we'll read it on the show. We did get a response uh, from my co-host on the Four Nerds Network, Mr. Dawson J. Weedrick. Uh, Dawson replies with, I was, it was a better trailer than I expected it to be. Did a good job at making the audience ask what happened here. Mm-hmm. which in turn brings in the interest. I did feel some CGI shots were super, super sloppy. Coming from a Batman fan, I wish they could have done the I'm Batman line. He's continued because, again, this is a Twitter thread of replies, four replies mm. to be exact. He says, I'm Batman continued a bit more organically than having him literally say it in a goofily into the camera. Yeah, I still... I, I can feel that. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, it is a little mm-hmm. on the nose. I still have a hard time as a viewer buying that Keaton's Batman can do the ridiculous acrobatic things he does in the trailer at his age. Uh, I just have you and me both, buddy. <laughs> exactly. We 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 did indeed go over that. Yeah. I just have a very hard time disconnecting that. Yep. I am also a bit worried with how they're going to handle the Man of Steel elements they showed, as I think the movie is near flawless, and if they don't handle that with care, it will can really put a bitter taste in the mouths of a lot of fans. Honestly, if the studio behind it wasn't such a mess, they didn't have a record of A, disrespecting fans and creators, and B, didn't have all the baggage they have with the early DCU controversy and the changes of the guard, would have been a trailer that really got me excited. But unfortunately, that is just not the case. Well. Yeah, I totally get where he's coming from. On the Man of Steel stuff, I can understand the reservation and having it be, you know, say you have one friend who had a really popular toy mm-hmm. and then unfortunately that friend had to give that toy up to someone else right yeah, yeah. and that other friend it did their best <laughs> and does their best yeah to take care of this toy mm. i think that's the case with andy muschietti here in, in regards to making the man of steel elements feel authentic and true and again you know that he's also working with the visual effects department that also worked a lot with Zack Snyder on a lot of the films that he did. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be, I think, I think if I have any reservations about it, it's probably going to come from what I haven't seen. And, and that's just the thing. I don't know what else they have to offer, but I think so far, just aesthetically, I think it looks exactly like man of steel. I think Michael Shannon looks fantastic. Yes. So it has that going for it. Um, as for, how you feel I, dude i can't blame you i mean shit mm-hmm. this is you know warner brothers pre dc studios they, 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 if they shot themselves in the foot they forgot about it five minutes and then shot themselves in the foot again and then asked <laughs> why the hell did we shoot ourselves twice <laughs> especially when it comes to dc and the ip so I'm, th- I'm thinking of that scene from uh, Ace Ventura when Nature Calls, where he gets the spear in one leg and he goes, ah, and yes. he looks at it. Yes. And then the other spear goes on the other leg and he goes, ah, and he just goes back and forth between the two, just yes. screaming at his legs. That is Warner Brothers and the DCIP. <laughs> the PR and all of it just since, yep. since 2017. Yeah. Oh, my God. So yeah, I totally get his reservation. And again, just like we said in the podcast, like I was the same way when when I saw Keaton like flinging down and like picking guys up and launching them in the air and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, wait a minute, this is this is seventy year old Bruce Wayne. What are we doing here? But like we said, I'm gonna guess that it's a special suit. Like maybe 
it's an enhanced 89 suit. There's there's got to be something under under there that's helping him kick that kind of ass, but I guess we'll see. Well, clearly it turns his cape into wings. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's got there to. has to be. He had to, I mean, in the years since so you got to imagine what he was probably in his Bruce Wayne at that time in the Tim Burton verse, I guess you would say, was probably in his 30s. So, yeah. You know, you've got 40 plus years for technology to advance in that world, so he's probably made some enhancements to the bat suit. Wouldn't that all surprise me if this was kind of if it could have set up a uh, potential Batman Beyond film for him? Mm, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. No idea. This is his last ride before he puts up the cow. I think. I, I think now this that that's exactly what this is. This is this is Michael Keaton get the Indiana Jones treatment. Yeah, I'm still very intrigued though. Like I said, uh, that that quick little shot at the beginning of the Flash trailer where you see that that busted cowl and the suit on the ground. And there's quite a bit of blood on the floor too. Yeah. I think that might be from the beginning. That's what I'm thinking. When Barry meets him, that's kind of where I'm leaning towards that. But yeah, thanks for chiming in Dawson, dude. I really appreciate it. You know, I'm sure we'll talk about all this stuff as we normally do on on our Thursday for nerds weekly show. So again, you know, if anyone else wants to chime in, you know, interact with us at TK underscore podcast or even me just at unfiltered or even just, you know, write us an email, you know, eternal night pod at gmail.com. Feel free to, you know, interact with us. We'd appreciate it. We want to hear from you. All right, everyone. Stay safe. Take it easy. Stay classy. Good night. What's happening? You change the future. And you change the past. What did you do? Want some help? You're, you are, you're. Yeah. I'm Batman. Thank you for listening to the Eternal Night Podcast. This podcast is not affiliated with Warner Brothers Discovery, DC Entertainment, or anything else related to WBD. Uh, All thoughts shared belong to those involved and not the companies they happen to work for or be talking about. If you would like to follow along the show, you can follow along on Podbean or iTunes. Feel free to drop us an email at eternalnightpod at gmail.com. You can also follow us along on Twitter and Facebook. Just search for T-E-K underscore podcast. Thank you.